0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Welcome to the Business of the Music Business Podcast. I'm Pam Rossi. Well, you can play an instrument, you can sing. Now what do you do? Well, to be a successful musician, you need to know the business side of your craft. If you don't, it's just a hobby. And welcome. Thanks for tuning in for another podcast. And I have another guest here, uh, actually on the phone. Hello, James Partridge.
0: Hello, how are
1: you? I am good. I'm good. Um, yeah, thanks so much for taking a few moments and chatting with us today. Um, you are the organizer of one of the big, big, big festivals uh coming to the area, the Ann Arbor Blues Festival. Very excited about that.
0: It, it, yes, thank you. Um, I'm not used to having it being called the Big, Big, Big Festival, so you kind of <laughs> took me by surprise.
1: <laughs> well, you paused there for a minute, like, did I not say that right? But come on, it's the 50th anniversary of this festival. So, you know, that's pretty big.
0: No, you're right. It, you know, it. Uh, it is um it was the first electric blues festival in north america and you know i like to say that it was uh, coachella before coachella and lollapalooza before lollapalooza <laughs> um so you know in its in its day it was um absolutely the festival to 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 be at um it's had its share of trials and tribulations and we're working really really hard to bring it back to that that former glory okay we're we're not quite there yet, <laughs> but we're working at it
1: um well, like what kind of things are you trying to bring back?
0: well, um you know we are uh you know we're still a small uh, kind of a grassroots organization, and we don't have that that significant of a budget uh, uh so the hardest thing that that we have uh right now our hardest um our biggest problem. Is attracting the big name acts that we would really like to be able to to have come and perform. I mean we feel that the name, the Ann arbor blues festival is is significant and and has tremendous stature um, and you know acts like buddy guy and and uh, tab and and um, you know groups like that, even Tedesky trucks, for example, um Black Keys. Ought to want to play this festival, um, and I think they would, but we don't have the budget to be able to afford them. Mm. They're, a, you know, rightfully uh, command significant fees, and um, you know, sponsors want to see that we can attract uh, the the numbers that a Lollapalooza or you know or something like that can can get. And right. so, you know, I think we kind of have to walk before before we can run. So, yeah. okay. um, you know, we're trying we're trying to be strategic
1: about it okay well you know i obviously the locals love it and you know 50 years worth of music you know has you, you've got to be able to say well it's something you're doing right but there's it seems like they're the sponsor is just the 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 one thing that's missing that would pay for you know these big bands come in well you know it's kind of like a your catch-22 you know you you need this before you get that but you can't get that before you get this you know kind of thing uh, right
0: yeah Okay. No, absolutely, and and you know we have had fantastic support from uh, from the local community and from the local business community. So I, I really don't want to to minimize that. Right, and the bands that we have performed, oh, uh, you know, that we have attracted, have been absolutely spectacular. Um, you know, and we have such a tremendous amount of of talent just within this region that people who come out are not going to be short changed because they're, because they're not getting to see, um, you know, Susan Tedeschi, you know, perform. I mean, there is uh, such incredible musicianship just right here in the local area um, that uh, I don't think anybody's really missing out.
1: Right. Right. That's for sure. We we know how Southeast Michigan is loaded with talent and uh, you know, on the blues front, definitely many, many artists there. And I was looking at the lineup for this year, and you know, two big names that just popped right out, of course, was Thernetta Davis and Lathal Sadi. So you know, and people in the area know those names. They're they're a huge draw in itself. So you you know, you start you're going to what your uh, your goal is, you know, getting those kinds of names. I think it should be very helpful.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, and and, and Thornetta, I mean, they're not just local, they're national talent. Um, you know, they tour around around the country. Yeah. Um, Eliza Niels is another
1: act oh, right, that, right.
0: Um, you know, she's getting significant airplay, you know, on Sirius XM. She tours nationally and internationally. So, I mean, you know, right here in our own backyard, we've got phenomenal acts. So, um, you know, yeah, there's 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 plenty of great music uh that's born right here in our in our backyard.
1: All right, well, that's the next step. To before you get those the the ultimate names that you mentioned earlier. So, well, good for you. I mean, glad you guys are, you know, working on that because this is such a great festival and um and how many years have you been part of it?
0: Uh we started the festival back in 2017. That was the first year that we um that we put this on. So, it was um August nineteenth of twenty seventeen was our okay. first event.
1: Okay, and we meaning uh, the company you're with or um
0: well I um it was me and a small group of um, you know local blues enthusiasts as I, as I mentioned we're you know we're really a, a grassroots organization. Um, uh, we started uh, basically a crowdfunding campaign um, It was uh, myself and uh, Chris Canis, who's another uh, local musician around here um, you know we had We were talking about the um, the local music and you know the local music scene and the significance of the Ann Arbor Blues Festival. And, um, you know, it's, frankly, it's, it's historical impact being the first electric blues festival, but also it's, it's cultural and political impact, which uh, really needs to be emphasized. Mm -hmm. And when we, um, you know, when we kind of were were talking and we realized like, wow, you know, the 50th anniversary of this event is, is just a few years away. um, And nobody was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, around anymore it had been gone for um you know 11 years at that point uh we started talking to a variety of promoters around town to see if anybody might be interested in in reviving it we, we, we couldn't get any takers and so we took it upon ourselves to try to uh to make it happen um Chris had some experience uh you know with putting on festivals and as a musician he you know he kind of knew the, the ropes
1: mm-hmm. um
0: myself I was just a hobbyist um and um so we started a crowdfunding campaign on GoFundMe. We raised some uh, some initial capital, and we were able to get started. Right, you know. So um, we're really just a group of people who like music that put on a festival.
1: <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes—is you just somebody that's passionate about it, and there you go. So, um, but it, but yeah, I love the yeah, fact that you you worked on you know focused on well this is the 50th anniversary of when this whole thing started by a few, uh, actually, a few U of M students, if I remember. So
0: Yes, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, John Fischel and, and Carrie Gordon uh, started the festival back in 1969.
1: Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit. Uh, you know, this is a great event coming up. In, it's really right around the corner, August 16th through the 18th. And that happens yep. at the uh, Washtenaw Fairgrounds. So um, nice big place to host this.
0: Yeah, we we um, we think we've got, well, I mean, you know, we've got a capacity of about 5,000 people uh, where we, we are currently set up. So we've got plenty of room and, uh, you know, over three days, we hope we will get about 15,000 people if we're lucky.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I want to talk about how, you know, this uh, can help a musician, you know, and in getting into the festivals and, and you know, Is it really important to do that? But let's uh, back up a little bit, you know, and really talk about what's involved with, you know, putting on a festival like this.
0: Yeah, it's um, it is, um, as I discovered, a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we when, when I first started. Doing this, um, you know, I had some background in in event planning. Um, you know, I'm actually a, a lawyer by training. Oh, okay um, and uh, I, i've I've been on a lot of professional organizations and and always ended up on the program committee, and so put on events um and uh, so I kind of had some idea of what to do. um and I've also been trained in you know program management and project management. so I, so I had a, a pretty good idea. Um, But, you know, obviously, you know, you've got to design a a schedule. You've got to design your layout. Uh, You've got to arrange for uh, vendors. You want food vendors. You want to have, uh, you know, a a nice variety of food uh, that, People are gonna enjoy. You, um, you've you got to decide. I guess you know. First off, if you're gonna have um, you know more like carnival style food, or if you want to have more of a high end you know kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, you got to get a liquor license. Um, figure out how to how to do all of that. Um, then you've got to have a place to to put the artists. So you've got to put your you know make your green room, get tents, lighting, speakers. Uh, you know the PA system. Um, wow! Arrange for sponsors. Uh, you know, so there's always the fundraising aspect of it. Um, sell tickets, marketing, promotion. <laughs> I'm tired um, listening to program. you.
1: <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness! It's, uh
0: it's it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's quite a bit. Well, um, definitely. you, know, you, been, you know, yeah, I'm not even done yet. <laughs>
1: And and you're still – it's only a couple weekends away, so you're still trying to figure out some of this stuff?
0: Well, most of it we've got, you know, we've got nailed down. And and our team has grown over the past few years. Um, So, you know, right now, um, you know, year one, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff was me uh, doing this in front of an Excel spreadsheet and, you know, with a phone glued to my ear. But (laughs) as we've grown – Um, you know, we've been able to, to bring in a lot of volunteers, which is really helpful. And, and, um, we've also brought in a lot of professional people with, with experience who've done this before. Um, and that helps tremendously as you could probably imagine. So, um, you know, there's a lot less to be done, um, you know, now with the festivals only, uh, you know, only a week away, um, but there's still, you know, believe it or not, it's it's there's still a lot to be done. And, you know, I don't um, it's like kind of like planning a wedding. Right. You know, you you always have this like big plan. But the last week, it's, you know, everybody's yeah. kind of running around with their hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> day
1: of. <laughs> all right. Well, let's exactly. uh, let's focus on a little more here about the musicians. Obviously, it, it's all about the music, whatever festival you're doing. Absolutely. So, um, you know, as a musician, you know, what's what's really involved? How do they get involved? How do they become, you know, one of the, the artists on the bill uh, to, you know, you know w- let's start with, you know, how do they do that or what can they do before they start determining, I need to do festivals? What's a good way to, uh, you know, the process for a musician or a band?
0: Sure. Um, well, I mean, for, for the Ann Arbor Blues Festival in particular, I mean, you know, one of the things that we're most concerned about um, is the the quality of the musicianship. That, mm-hmm. that is, um, you know, really important. The Ann Arbor Blues Festival has always been, um, you know, more about the music than about the scene, I guess, if you, if, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you've got to be a first rate musician. Um, you know, one of the things that we also want to try to do around here is, is to bring in acts that um, people may not have been exposed to um, on a regular basis. Um, we sometimes get criticized for that, um, and I, I personally think it's a, it's a little bit of an unfair criticism. Um, but and, and I understand other people's point of view. Um, but my my feeling is if if people around here can go to a local club. And see this band, you know, on a regular basis, um, then our audience isn't going to a want to necessarily come and pay a a fee to see them in a in a at our festival Uh um, because they've also been exposed to that music before. Um, And so, you know, I really want other people to see a variety of of artists that they might not have they might not have already seen. Um, so that's something that, that I try to deal with when I, when I'm curating, um, the other thing too, that's, that's fairly important to me, um, as I curate is, is to have original music. Um, I, I tend to shy away from bands that, that play a lot of covers, um, you know, and even, even with the blues, um, you know, there are always the classics. Uh, that people that people want to play. But again, you know, you can, you know, you can pretty much walk into most bars or most festivals, um, and hear somebody's going to be doing, you know, a hideaway or, you know, or or something like that. And, um, you know, I want, I want people to hear something that's fresh and and different. Um, Because I think that, while the blues is a, um, you know, a very traditional musical form that people can still be innovative. Um, and so I want others to, to hear that. Um, it shouldn't be always considered like grandpa's music. Um, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's something that I'm, I'm kind of struggling with.
1: Okay. So. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Um, yeah.
0: So, so, um, so that's, that's really important to me. Um, the other thing too that that's um, honestly is, is is really important uh, for me is is diversity. Um, I try very very hard when I am putting together a lineup to have a very balanced um, representation, both in terms of gender and race. Um, I, I think that the blues historically is a black art form. Mm-hmm. And um, over time, white musicians have adopted the form, and I think that's fantastic. I think that's a wonderful thing. One of the great things about the Ann Arbor Blues Festival is how um, the, the black musicians um, were introduced to the white audience for the first time. And um, that that really uh, changed, changed music. It changed the lives of, of so many people, and that was a wonderful thing. Um, but I think we also need to, um, you know, provide opportunities for musicians of color to uh, to continue to perform that because it's it's their story. So I I want to make sure that um, that they get that opportunity. And a lot of festivals, um, you will continue to see um, a lot of of, of white men. Who, performing. Um, again, nothing wrong with that, but I want the Ann Arbor Blues Festival to be a little bit different and to, and to be true to its original, um, flavor. Okay. Um, uh, I, I also believe very strongly that the, uh, female artists are, are very underrepresented in, um, in the marketplace and particularly in the blues world. And so I try to create a significant number of my slots, uh, for, for female artists. Um, but having said that, 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 that doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, you just have to be female or black. You still have (laughs) to be able to bring it, you know, (laughs) you gotta have, have uh, the chops to play.
1: Okay. So, um, those make sense so you know an artist is thinking well yeah I'm, i think i'm first rate and you know it's i do original so i'm not just a cover band what other things should a band or an artist um do or have to you know be considered
0: okay so great that's that's a great question so we um We post on our website, uh, we've got a spot on the website for people who are interested in looking to apply for a space at the uh, Blues Festival. It's under, uh, there's a booking tab. Uh, what we ask for is for people to send us an electronic press kit or an EPK Mm -hmm. and, you know, what the EPK should contain is essentially it's, you know, your, your electronic resume and you should have some, uh, some video. We want to see how, what, what sort of stage presence do you have? I mean, you've got to kind of electrify a live audience. That's really important. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that you've got, you know, an original sound, um, you should have some, some not just um, you know some live video, but some studio recordings as well, so that we can get a good representation of what you sound like, um, you know, both ways. Okay. Um, there should be a you know some some good photographs, um, you know, a nice bio of of what you um, you know what you've done, what you've accomplished, where you come from. We want to kind of understand who you are, what your story is, um, and and what do you bring to our lineup that sets you apart from, uh, you know, from someone else. Um, The the truth is we get hundreds, if not thousands of submissions for artists
1: to perform
0: at the, at the festival. Um, It's, um, and we listen and read every single one because we are really, really trying to, to bring the best quality music that we can to, to the festival. It's a very long and very laborious process, but it's also the most fun. Um, one I love the best, um, but you've got to be able to stand out from, from, from the pack. And it's not always, it's not always easy. Um, so, so some of the ways to do that have a really good video. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that we struggled with are, artists who um like will have a cell phone video with poor sound quality mm-hmm. um you know that's it's really difficult for us to get a good sense of of your talent if we can't really see it on the video or hear it on the recording that you've provided us so um you know that is is unfortunately going to be you know, hard to overcome mm-hmm. um and, and frankly it also it it's it signals it, it sort of telegraphs to us your level of professionalism as well. So um,
1: so do it up know, right. Yeah. That, don't want to be sending the you bad. You need a good first impression. You know, or the good first yeah. impression. If you don't have that, then you're you're way behind the ball. You know, just do it right the first time.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and it's, I, I, we understand that that's, that's hard for a lot of bands that are just getting out the gate, um, and that not everybody has the budget for that. Um, but I guess if you had to choose between, you know, getting a shiny new strat or getting a good video, I would choose the video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cause that'll go, you can use that once you do that, you know, you can use it over and over cause no one knows that, you know, that you're sending the same video to all these different places. So. Yeah, definitely Great. spend some uh, spend some extra cash and have uh, not just your buddy with the phone giving a, a putting together a video makes sense. All right, so yeah. you've got all this stuff. Video, you're saying, is really really important. And and yeah, I mean a lot of times when I'm looking for uh, musicians, I look at how they perform. So you know you want to be able to say, oh, these guys know how to handle a crowd, and you know can you know they sound good and everything. So I I totally understand that the the video part. If you want to get booked, so now they do all this. It's on the uh, the booking uh, tab on the website. Mm -hmm. How you know? And you, I can't believe you get thousands of them. I guess I can believe, but that's got to be just a challenge to get through all of those. Um, So you know, it takes some time, like you said. But how about on the side of the musician? What? How do they know that? A, you received it. B, you've looked at it. And C, you know when should they follow up, or should they follow up, and you know in what ways and how often?
0: Um, yeah. Also, also good question. So I, I will say that in the the first year or two, we responded to everybody. Wow. Um, we acknowledged we acknowledged that we got it, and then you know we sent a really nice letter. Um, you know, one way or the other. Um, as the number of submissions have have increased um we have unfortunately not been able to respond to everybody um our staff is not is, is just not Equipped to do that, like we had, we would like. Um, we're trying to improve that process, so that's something on us. That's not a reflection on the artist, and I apologize um, to, to all of those artists who did not hear from us this year. So um, please accept my please accept my sincerest apologies <laughs> for that. Um, but what what we um, you know what we would generally suggest is that um, you know. Wait at least you know forty five days. Um, you know what we do on our website is we we try to put um a timeline. you know say so we're 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 accepting submissions between period a and period B, and you know we will let you know um you know after such and such a time whether or not um, you know we'll have further questions or some or something like that. So we try to put a little schedule at least, okay. Um, and, um, I, I certainly understand why a musician, uh would want to know whether we've received it. And so some people will say, Hey, I just, I'm just checking to see if you've gotten our submission. That is, that's perfectly okay. I have no problem with doing that. Um,
1: okay. That's because they need to know. You know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, and, and, you know, any time between, you know, like 30 and 45 days is, is, is not an unreasonable amount of time, uh, you know, to, to wait, to follow up. Um, you know, I wouldn't do it the next day. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I, and I wouldn't do it, um, you know, like four or five times, like some artists have, have done. Um, you know, that's, that starts to become, um, uh, hard for us to, to manage, Um, given the volume of of um, mail that we receive yeah that would put that uh,
1: also would if i was the one getting the all these submissions that would just kind of put a bad mark against you this guy is just not letting up and we're trying to get these get through all these so you know just common sense common sense
0: yeah exactly um and then also i mean you're like Here's something I mean, this is just really again basic common sense, um like read what we put on the website <laughs> um <laughs> like you know we 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 have instructions on the website for how to do a submission and when the submissions are open and when they're not mm-hmm. um and you know we often get people who um either pretend that they're dumb or or just simply <laughs> don't um pay, pay attention um. <laughs> and, and you know so they'll they'll um you know they'll try to contact us through facebook or they'll try to contact us uh through um uh, multiple methods um you know and um you know like i'm i'm pretty sure they're reading our, our stuff one way or the other they're getting different email addresses to us uh, you know and um like you said that that's that starts to become that starts to work against you rather yeah. than for you so, I never um, heard of it playing dumb. Com- I
1: love it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you know, the more you can comply with our, um, you know, with our requests, um, the better it is for you. They're there for a reason um, to sort of streamline the process. And anything you can do that makes our life easier will, will tend to make your life easier. Okay. I guess is the yeah. best way to say that. That
1: yeah, Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So uh okay so just be use common sense follow the rules there's always rules that that will help you and I know the musicians they want to get as many bookings on or you know or you know at least gets the big things on the calendar so I get it from their perspective but you know the people that are putting this thing together with as you mentioned earlier all the different things you have to do you know just you know be nice <laughs> be nice and you know <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, and most people, I mean, they're, they are. I mean, they are nice. We have not really had to deal with people who are aren't nice. They're just they're just very persistent, and 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 I appreciate that. I mean, I think if I were in their position, I would I would too. And and frankly, you know, it's very flattering. A lot of these people um, who are applying really want to be at the Ann Arbor Blues Festival. And um that that's that's really, really flattering and it's very encouraging for what, what we're trying to do. So um, you know, I have to take that into consideration as well and not not be frustrated or angry or, you know, or anything like that at, at them. Um mm-hmm. you know, and they have to work. They've got to earn a living. Um, you know, and persistence counts in, in some areas, but um you know, they, we are human beings on the other end of, of the email. Um, and, you know, I think it's it's entirely possible that, you know, given maybe the, the reputation of the Ann Arbor Blues Festival, um, that people perceive us as being a maybe a larger organization than we actually are. Well, don't and say that out in the... Assume-
1: don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I we think don't think want to give that thing. impression.
0: <laughs> no, no, I just—I think, think that's a good thing, um, right? You know, we—I think we've done a good job of, of you know, kind of running with the big dogs uh, to to a certain extent. Um, but you know, we we there are like real life human beings that answer these, um, you know, that, that have to read these emails and listen to this, and and we take our job really seriously because um, you know, at the end of the day. Um it's the person who's sitting in the field listening to the music that um that matters. Yeah. And um we want to deliver for them the best experience that that they can have. Mm-hmm. And um that means getting the best musicians that um, you know uh, are going to have the, you know a diverse sound. Um, you know, not just racially and and gender wise also that I mentioned, but also, you know, like, I don't want to have, you know, 20 guitar slingers, right? I want to have maybe some keyboard bass. I want to have maybe some, some, um, uh, some harmonica driven music or some horn driven music as well. So, um, you know, that's, that, that all has to play into, uh, into the mix.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, that really makes sense because the people listening want a, a variety. You know, they don't want to hear the same thing, you know, after band after band after band. So that, that makes a lot of sense that you I, – I would never have thought of that. But, yeah, I guess you need the diversity on that end of as well. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, it can be, it can be really fatiguing on someone's ear um, to have that same sound o- over and over again. Yeah. Um, so we do try, we do try to mix that up as well. Um, you know, and, and different styles of, of blues, you know, some will have a, you know, a jump blues versus, um, you know, the electric blues or an acoustic blues will mix in there, you know, or something like that as well, too. So,
1: okay. Um, All right. Well, so now you've got, you know, you, you've figured out the bands that you want on there and congratulations to the artists that you decided to put in the lineup. So, uh, what does the artist now that they get the call from you or the email and it says, you know, congratulations, you are on the uh, the bill for the Ann Arbor Blues Festival. What do they need to do um, to make this the best experience for them and for you together? Uh, and of course, for the people in the audience, what do they need to do?
0: Yeah. So, so now, um, you know, this is both, you know, the fun part and, uh, you know, the exciting part. And, and it's sometimes this is the more challenging part. Um and, and sometimes egos get involved here, but this is where we start the contract <laughs> negotiations um, and the scheduling. Um, and so, you know, we've got to figure out what is the appropriate amount of compensation. Um, and when can we get you on the calendar? Um, and then what time of day is going to, is going to work best. Um and so that's a, you know, that's a large juggling act, um, you know, especially when we've got, you know, as we do this year, you know, 19 different different acts that we're, we're trying to work with. And um, so let's, you know, like break it down. You know, first we've got, you know, we've got compensation um, and, um, you know, we strive to pay our artists fairly. Um, you know, again, you know, when, and I've been talking to so many people who were involved in forming the original Ann Arbor Blues Festival back in 1969. And, you know, one of their, one of their guiding principles was um, making sure that, um, that those artists were paid fairly because back in, back in 1969 um, those musicians often didn't get, uh, a fair shake um, and particularly by a lot of the the um, you know the white club owners, frankly, who were taking advantage of um, you know the the black musicians at the time and um, you know that really resonated with me when when um, they said that, and so um, you know I want to make sure that that they get treated fairly now, um, having said that. Uh, the leverage situation has changed considerably since 1969, um, and we don't have, uh, you know, a budget like Live Nation or AEG, and, um, you know, and some artists, I think, have an overinflated sense of their value. So um, we have <laughs> to have a very frank discussion. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't mean to laugh, that. but all I can relate to something. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Um, no. It, um, <laughs> And, and so um you know i mean if, if you you know if you play in um you know a regional club um you know or or tour regionally and and you know you tend to attract you know 50 to 100 people at your gigs you know you're not going to get $10,000 to to play at the Amber Blues Festival mm. right i mean it's, it's, you've got to be um you know you've got to have realistic expectations uh, and I'm just throwing that number out there and nobody has really asked for that. So like, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. but, um, but so, you know, like we, we have to have, you know, a real sincere discussion. So you should be thinking about, um, you know, what's the size of the band? Um, you know, how many, how many tickets can I sell? Um, because at, at, you know, when you really get down to it, what matters, uh, to us as, as festival organizers is, will this band aside from all of those other things that, that we've talked about, will they bring people to the festival, um, so that they can earn the money back that I'm paying them. Right. right. Um, right? And, yeah. and so, um, they have to sell tickets somehow. And whether that means they have a large social media following, will they help us with marketing? Will they, um, you know, beat the drum and bring people to the festival? Uh, do they have a Do they have a significant following? Can, you know, so um, you know, I want to. That's that's important. Um, so we've got to get into we've got to get into the contract negotiations. Um, that's part of it. We also, you know, we'll talk about you know how many hotel rooms do they need? Do they need hotel rooms at all? Um, You know, sometimes um, if they're touring, they'll come in uh, for the afternoon, they'll perform, and then they can drive away, and we don't have to worry about that. That's that's always a nice thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, Sometimes, oh, actually, I like it when they stick around because um, it's great both for us and for the audience and for the artist if they will hang out at the festival and meet people. you know, I, I think that's a that's a great thing. Um, so um, but anyway, I, I, I'm kind of rambling and going off your, your question. I apologize, but that's okay. um,
1: the, they need, they I, I need think, to be part know, of it. So they need to, you know, not just like, OK, I'm, I'm booked and um, can't wait to get paid and we'll see you on the day of. And it's more than that, basically, is what you're it, saying.
0: Yes. Yeah, it, it, it is um you know we've got we've got to you know we've got to work together and try to try to figure out how do we promote each other um you know we want to we want people to know about the band we want them to be excited about hearing this band perform um and we want the band to to get people excited about coming to the festival um so that that where where it kind of goes from there
1: well and the, and if they um, don't do that too you're, you're gonna also say you know they I mean, if someone brings in a lot of people, you can see their social media is blowing up and all that. It's like another reason that they'll be invited back. If they, if absolutely. Can, yeah.
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, and, um, you know, we generally have a policy that uh, we don't like to bring back the same act uh, every year okay, um, or two, two years in a row. Um, and, and that's primarily because we want to Bring new new music into the area. We want people to be exposed to different bands. We think that's we think that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, we have one we have one exception to to that, and and you know that's Benny Turner, who um, has been a staple of the Ann Arbor Blues Festival since 1969. Um, and um, you know he's just he's phenomenal and been a tremendous supporter of us. Um and he puts on a great show. So. Okay. um but um but so anyway, um the the other thing too that we want we, that's important uh is, is to start to think about like the scheduling. Um so artists should really try to be really flexible when it comes to scheduling I- if they can. Um and and that doesn't just necessarily mean on on you know which day, you know, if it's gonna be on a Friday or a Saturday. But, but where their spot is on the lineup. And, and this is where we sometimes run into uh, difficulty, because this is where I think egos start to <laughs> to take over. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, one, one, sometimes, you know, one artist will think, um, well, I'm getting a lot of airplay on the radio or I've sold more records or, um, you know, I've been around longer and have a larger legacy. um, So I should play later, Um, you know, and and while I absolutely respect that um, and I and, you know, I will do whatever we, you know, I can to accommodate that. Uh, sometimes you know reality is reality, and if somebody is you know making a 12-hour drive to get here, um, I might have to put somebody who might not have the the exact same prestige level as, as you perceive yourself to have um, after you, um, and you might have to perform a little bit earlier to to accommodate that. Um, and I would it would greatly um, make my life easier, and and you know probably result in you getting an invitation back if you didn't argue with me about that. <laughs> um,
1: that's so, that's uh, that's some um, you basic know, you know what you'd learn from your mom and your dad. You know, be nice to everybody, and uh, you know work with each other, and, and everyone will be happy.
0: <laughs> right, right, I- exactly. Um, you know, so um, and and you know, and things happen at the last minute. Um, and so, and that also requires tremendous flexibility. We had, um, you know, we had an unfortunate incident this year, um, when, you know, we had booked the Almond Betts band to perform and we were really excited about it. That's, it was the biggest act we have ever booked. Um, and, um, you know, it was a big risk for us to, to do that. And, um, you know, it was going really well and everything was great. And then, you know, just the other day we got word that, uh, unfortunately, Devin Allman has had to have emergency surgery. Mm. And they've had to withdraw, not from our fe- not just from our festival, but from 31 dates that, that they've had. Um, that has the potential to be catastrophic oh, wow. um, for for us. Uh, you know, if, if people say, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to come, I'm not going to buy tickets or I want my money back. Um, and then, you know, how do we fill a hole left by, by the Allman Vets band? Yeah. Um, you know, but we got really lucky this year. Um, you know, Lace El-Sadi, um, was incredibly flexible. He said, you know what, I will, I'll switch my date. I'll fill in, uh, that, that Friday for you and I will bring, um, you know, uh, special guests and and I will make this uh you know a heck of a show for you and and that was a wonderful thing for for late to do. Absolutely. Um, you know late yeah. late gets it. You know late yeah. understands <laughs> the Arbor yeah. Blues Festival. So
1: um, That's cool. And, you know, and that's a, uh something when you said that I thought that's the other thing, you know that people um you know they could get at the last minute a call and say, "Hey, can you now show up?" Um so you never know. You know, even to the last minute, they may need someone to fill in
0: right. yeah, exactly.
1: so be flexible, yeah, exactly
0: okay yeah and and even if you were you know like say, a, like a runner up um you know for um the festival, like you maybe you were not selected uh, to perform, um you know we we might ask you at the last minute and and you know that's. That's tough um, because bands get booked and you have other you have other schedules. But, you know, if if you could, if you could um, and if you've got that flexibility, um, you know, we'll remember that we we, we certainly would. um, Do you you let them know?
1: I'm sorry. Do you let them know that they're a runner up or they're you know, they were really on the, the list? But, you know, last minute. I mean, do you let them know that or not? We've,
0: we've told people in the past, you know, we have said, um, you know, like, th- there, there have been a couple of acts that, you know, like, have really, really wowed us. But for one reason or another, maybe, um, you know, we, we filled a certain slot. I hate to use the word quota, because it has such a negative implication. Yeah. But, but that particular spot has been filled. OK. Um, and, you know, we, we would say, you know, we've really, really enjoyed your music, but, you know, we'd like to consider you for next year, um, you know, um, or you're not quite ready yet, but keep working. And, and you know, in a year or two, you know, we think you'd, you'll be ready for this and we think you'd be great. Um, we've told people that um, and we've kept in touch with them. And, um, you know, one of them is performing um As a side person this year, but I think that in in a couple of years with her own band, she has the potential to be a headliner. She's going to be absolutely fantastic. She's a wonderful performer. I can't wait to see how she develops.
1: I I always think that, yeah, that's cool because a lot of artists, you know, you're not ready for prime time, but, and that's got to be just some great incentive to get ready for prime time, you know. Uh, hone your skill, yeah. you know, or do whatever you got to do. So, you know, never give up. You know, there's always, you know, more festivals down the line, you know, the f- upcoming years. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that, that is, that's a really good point too. Um, you know, because um, you know, just because we didn't select you this year doesn't mean that uh, that you're not an excellent performer um, and that you're not worthy. Um, you know, there, there are lots of different reasons why you might not have gotten Chosen uh, f- for our festival, I mean, we have a really, really small number of, of slots. When you when you really get down to it, yeah. Um, especially considering the number of, of submissions that we get, so it's a very, very competitive process. Um, so, um,
1: and, and I think know, and, I think artists realize that there's only so many slots. You know, um, it's a competition, pretty much. You know, to get in but if you keep plugging away and you you know do the right things and eventually you'll get on that stage. So do you ever think you'll have yeah. more than one? I mean at this how many stage go at one time? Is it just the one or is there more? It, it is. It's okay. just the one.
0: Um you know I I aspire to have multiple stages okay. um for sure. Um you know I would love to have a stage that, that focuses on youth bands, for example, mm-hmm. because I think the future really demands it. Um, you know, I think we need to highlight the people who are, um, you know, learning this music and, um, you know, and because so many people, as I said earlier, think that this is, you know, old folks music. <laughs> and yeah. it, there, there are a lot of young people um you know who are are taking this and are um you know doing stuff with it and and it's not just like they're dressing up ten year olds in sunglasses and, and fedoras and you know making them look like trained monkeys they're actually <laughs> you know doing real good stuff with it yeah um and they should be highlighted. I mean like this year you know, um, the Ann Music Center is bringing out a, a group of their all-star students to open up the show on Sunday. I think that's I think that's just awesome. Love it. And we're going to highlight these kids. I that mean, is they're so 14 cool. 14 years old, most of these these kids, and I guarantee it. If you, I mean, people should come out and listen to them and encourage them because they are going to be, um, you know, the superstars of the of the future. They really need to to get that that positive encouragement and the feedback. And it's also gonna be really good music um you know so um I, I think that's i think that's 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 really important um so I'd love to have a stage that focuses on youth
1: well they for the that future focuses on <laughs> yeah. a
0: particular genre yeah i'm sorry
1: i no, I was just saying that they they are the youth or the I, the I future you musicians so
0: absolutely absolutely right um you know, and I'd love to have a maybe a stage that focuses on like maybe a subgenre of the blues, like a like an acoustic or a delta style mm. blues for those who who only you know um, want to, want to hear that style because that's a you know a really popular form, um, and I and and I don't think we play enough of it to be honest, um, you know, and it would be nice to be to be able to highlight that, um, you know, I, and and I'd love to have a, a local stage. You know, where we could bring um, you know a lot of the bands that perform you know locally and regionally and highlight them as well. And you know they deserve they do deserve um, an opportunity to perform in front of uh, a, a major audience and and let people choose where they want to go. Do I want to go to the main stage or I want to go to the local stage or or, or whatnot? Um, but you know we have to be strategic, um, and prudent with, um, you know, with our resources. And, and so these are things that, you know, we have to kind of roll out, I think, and, and, you know, as resources allow.
1: It's always about the money and the bottom line, you know, but you're so passionate <laughs> about this. Yeah, unfortunately, but you've got some great visions, um, you know, and just the future of where this festival can grow and, uh, be huge. And, uh, you know, I mean I could just hear it when you're talking about it, you're excited about this and um do you play uh do you play a uh, blues instrument or anything or I know mean, you said you were a lawyer, um, but
0: yeah i mean i I torture a guitar occasionally <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, come um, on, James can't be that bad
0: <laughs> um yeah, well it, it's been a while um you know it's funny the the um the way i actually got into this was because i was taking guitar lessons um uh you know a few years a few years back and um you know i was trying to learn a song from beginning to end because you know people would people would come by my house and they'd see that i had a guitar hanging in my you know in my living room and they'd say, oh, pick up the guitar and play something. And like, all I could do was play like the opening riff to Black Dog. <laughs> so, uh, oh.
1: and,
0: and so I got frustrated and I went to my guitar teacher. I'm like, well, you got to teach me how to play a song so people can like, you know, stop asking me to, you know, and, you know, I can only play these five, you know, these five bars. <laughs> and it's, it's, so he's like, well, you know, um, can you do you like the blues? And I said, No. <laughs> I don't like the blues. And he said, Well, so well, what do you listen to? And I told him, I said, Well, you know, I listen to Led Zeppelin, I listen to, you know, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and I listen to Rolling Stones and Cream. And and he's like, Okay, wait a minute. I have to stop you right there because you are an idiot. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, That's all blues based stuff. He goes, they, they, That was that was all 12-bar blues that these guys, you know, took yeah. from people like Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and and um, Willie Dixon and Robert Johnson, and they sped it up or they adapted it and made it their own. And that's how Rock and Roll was born. Yep. And I had no idea. Um, and, and so as I learned this and, you know, he started teaching me, I just became fascinated with this history. And I started, um, you know, researching it and diving into it. And I didn't even know that the Ann Arbor Blues Festival was a thing that it, had that it, that it ever existed. Uh, so I started going to a festival. I went to like the Jackson Blues Festival and the um, Marshall Blues Festival. And I was like, wow, these, these small towns have a festival. How come Ann Arbor doesn't have a festival? And then research it. I was like, oh, my God, we had a festival. Um, why don't we have a festival anymore? <laughs> Do a little more research. I was like, holy crap, you know, we invented the damn thing. Like, you know, why don't we have this festival anymore? Um, and that's when Chris and I started talking and we said, OK, we've got to get this thing going again. And, wow. you know, here we are.
1: There you Here we are. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. Yeah. Well, obviously, you're a go-getter. I mean, you just like, well, why not? You know, let's do this. So, um, you know, some people were just like, oh, that's too bad. It's not around anymore and then move on. But no, you guys went jumped right in. So which is good. Um I'm really excited that this is, you know, back and you guys are at the helm because it's um you. First of all, you're very passionate about it and, you you know, making this work and uh, it's going to be a great event. Um, any last things you want to, you know, let us know about or, you know, musicians that, you know, as far as the festivals go? Any last words, James? Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, you know, like, you know, uh, go to our website, uh, com or www.a2bluesfestival.com, whatever your preference is. Um, And uh, tickets are available online. They will be uh, more expensive at the gate. It's our little way of trying to encourage you to buy now. So please (laughs) do that. Um, It helps us. Uh, plan and um, predict. So we would appreciate that. Um, We've got a great lineup. I'm, you know, I'm really, really excited about all the folks that are are coming to play this year um, for the 50th anniversary. We've got people who were here in 1969 performing at the festival this year. So that, that history, that legacy, um, you know, is really, really strong. Um, Like I said, Benny Turner, Um, will be back. He is, um, not only was he here in 1969 uh, playing bass for uh, Freddie King, but he's Freddie King's brother. So, you know, there's that connection. Um, You know, Bernard Allison um, will be here on Friday night and um, Bernard is the son of the legendary uh, Luther Allison who, um, you know, really came to uh, public attention because of his breakout performance at the 1969 Ann Arbor Blues Festival and was the first uh, blues musician to be signed by Motown. So there's mm. again a tremendous strong connection to the to this area. Um, you know, Sam Lay is going to be making an appearance um, on Saturday afternoon, performing with the Chicago Blues Super Session. Sam Lay was one of the great. Blues session drummers um and sat in with with magic Sam on that that you know spectacular performance that um you know is was um you know considered to be. Um, you know, one of the greatest live blues albums ever. And, and, you know, uh, any, any blues musician worth their salt knows the Magic Sam performance from 1969. Um, and it appears, um, on the just released album by third Man records from the 1969 performance. Um, uh, so, so that's, uh, just you know, fantastic. So I love that we have this this connection back in time to to 1969. Um, but we've and we've got John Primer, um, who was Muddy Waters' uh, lead guitarist, and um, you know so there's there's that connection. Plus we've got um, you know as I mentioned um, you know Thornetta and Lace. and so a lot of great contemporary blues artists. Um, Mindy Abair, one of the most amazing female saxophonists, um well wait, forget I said that. One of the most amazing saxophonists, um <laughs> you know, and, and blues musicians, um, you know, who who's come out in, in recent times. I and mean, she, she's just gonna kill it. Um, you know, so we've got uh, Lindsay Beaver, um out of uh, out of Austin, Texas, is is spectacular. She's on the alligator mm-hmm. label by Bruce Sidlauer from Ann Arbor. So um, you know, all these connections are so meaningful to me. Um and then, you know, we've got the you know the, the younger generation that's coming up to, you know, really take the mantle. Uh Danielle Nicole who was nominated for a grand old blues music awards. Um, you know, so, uh, she's going to be here on Sunday. Vanessa Collier, um, you know, in her mid twenties is, um, already received a lifetime achievement award for her contributions to, um, you know, to blues. A
1: huge um, lineup. Wow. I, huge lineup. This is amazing. Yeah. Again, yeah. you know, you can, all you can see the full schedule on the website, right? You, you said the Ann Arbor. Yes. Okay. Give that website again. Yep.
0: Uh, www.annarborbluesfestival.com.
1: Okay. All right. And there was a shorter version. <laughs> no.
0: www.bluesfestival.com.
1: Okay. Well, um and the phone is doing a little weird stuff here so I wanted to uh just before we I don't want you to get cut off here. So um I want to thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day and talking with with us today about this amazing event coming up and, and you know and for future you know for musicians a future um you know what to do, so you can be part of a festival as well, because that will only uh, help your career and get more ears uh, on your music and uh, be part of it. So, uh, again, all for booking and all that, same thing. Go to the Ann Arbor Blues Festival website. Uh, you'll find that and uh, tickets still available. And it's going to be here the sixteenth through the eighteenth of this month, August. Uh, already. So, uh, love your passion, James, and, you know, your excitement about, uh, all of this. So, uh, that just came across. It was just amazing. You definitely, um, Definitely the right person to promote this and and talk about it. So, um, again, thank you so much. Do appreciate that. Uh, James Partridge, uh, the organizer of the Ann Arbor Blues Festival. Um, So go to the website and see who's playing and get your tickets. And it should be a great lineup and a great weekend in Ann Arbor.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me, Pam. I really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Absolutely. And thanks to all of you out there for listening, again, to the business of the music business. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the business of the music business. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you would leave a review, that would be great. Find out more. Just follow me on Facebook and uh, my website, hamrossi.com. Have a great week.